This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaring.com. Today is September 17th, 2019, and we're doing a rapid reaction, even though it's not so rapid, to the Falcons win over the Eagles Sunday the 15th. Got Lenny Self and Calhoun. What's up, fellas? Well, I bro. What's up, my boy? September 15th, the Falcons won, and it was Lenny Self's birthday. What's up? Happy birthday. Belated birthday, homie. Hey, appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it, my Appreciate it, man. Hey, man. Salute, man. How did it feel going down there seeing one of the greats slanging around the yard for your birthday, bro? We're going to get the Matt Ice in the game. I do want to ask a question about that. What was the vibe at the Dome? Like, that was the first game of the year. What was it like going down? Was it kind of, uh, what was the vibe down, though? The atmosphere was everything you expected, man. You know what I'm saying? For the first home game. Big time game match. Everything you can imagine, man. You know what I'm saying? I enjoyed it. Really did. So I guess going to Calhoun point, did you before we get to that, did you think the Falcon was gonna win this game? Going into I mean, it. I, I, I knew it was gonna be a good football game. I mean I knew it could go either way. You know what I'm saying? It just depends who showed up. You know what I'm saying? Surprising the defense showed up. They did their thing. You know what I'm saying? A few plays here and now. You know, so. Like, it was a good football game to me, man. Period. That was good football. Calhoun, did you think the Eagles were going to Did you think the Falcons were going to win? I picked them to win the game. We talked to it before. I picked them to win. Last week, though, did not make me. I wasn't as confident before the season. Like, I was nervous going in because they looked so bad. Against the Vikings, but I picked them before to to beat the Philly. I'm like you, Calhoun. I picked them. I picked them to win both of those games. I actually picked them to get out to a real good start. And that Vikings game turned me so far off of them that I was like, I didn't want to rescind my pick because you know, I didn't want to rescind my pick, but I really was worried. And so I I came into this game on a scale of one to ten. My nervous factor was like seven or eight. Because I thought if they lost this game or however they looked in this game, I thought it would expose some glaring, glaring strengths or glaring weaknesses. And so, with that being said, we get to the game. And what were your thoughts on the game? Calhoun, I'll start with you. Loved it. I loved it. It was everything you wanted in the game. At the edge of your seat, great hitting. Defense stood up. Great play calls. Coaching was a was a motherfucker. The line held up pretty good. I, it was on the edge of my seat for start to finish. Didn't even change the station. Lenny, what were your thoughts about the game? Hey, man, it was everything, you know what I'm saying? Everything I expected, man, from either the turn, the cost of the turnover, you know what I'm saying, from both sides to a couple great passing plays, big plays here and now, you know what I'm saying? Who yo showing up? Greater Jared, uh, Tag, man, I'm talking about, I was surprised. You know, man, young dude, man, he got a real good mode on him. You know what I'm saying? Far getting out there, he had a real good game. And, uh, course 45. Man, I said, man, it, it just, Falcon looked good to me, man. Falcon defense, you know, it looked good. So I saw a different game than y'all. I thought it was, and we're going to get more to it, but I thought that was a competitive game, but I thought it was a very sloppy game. I thought it was a competitively sloppy game or a bad competitive game. But I want to ask you, Linus, being at the game, who stood out to you, good or bad, for the Falcons? I know you said some people who kind of stood out for you, like Deion Jones, Grady Jerry, Julio. Anybody else stand out, good or bad, at the game? Hmm. Man, I want to say, uh, man, true fun locked in. He, he got blessed on the, on the interception one time, uh, I want to say, man, uh, why? Really, I say, man, 
Julio, everything like he must see TV, man. Nah, he trying to set you up. He's lobbing the pass over the plate for you here, cause he know of your disdain and racers, racism, hatred for one of the greatest Falcons to ever lace him up. Who Probably the greatest Falcon to ever lace him up. He said good or bad. What did you say? Who looked Ooh. trash to you Sunday night? Why don't you go ahead and let him just set him up, lob around the plate like you want to, digital dare? Oh, oh, who looked bad? Yeah, he, he, he said good or bad. I mean, like I said. With Falcon good or bad, Julio looked at everything. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, you looked at bad. Of course, I'm going to say the 12 year vet. Being a 12 year vet, yeah, his coach the turnovers. Falcon should have easily, easily walked away with that game. Stop right there. Because uh, Carson Wentz, he was having a lot of trouble early. Stop right there. So, I was telling my wife that. My wife is from the Philly area, and so her and her family are Philly fans. I'm an Atlanta fan, and she was, we were watching the game together, and she was like, I'm surprised the Falcons aren't winning by more because Carson Wentz is playing like crap. And I left that game being very worried about the Falcons because going away, that's a game you should win. Not like blowout win, but it should be like a 10-point game. It should have been a game where they never were close because they played so bad initially. And to your point, the reason the Eagles were in the game is because of Matt Ryan and his sloppy play. And the reason the Falcons were in the game was Carson Wentz and their sloppy play. That was a that was a horribly coached game from the Falcons. They played bad. They didn't execute on either side of the ball for the most part. And I, I just I saw a very piss poor game that was just competitive because it was piss poor. So I agree with you. I thought that. That was a game that going away. That's a game the Falcons should have won, like twenty-seven to fourteen or something, twenty-seven to seventeen. I mean, true, true that, but the Falcons. One thing I said about the Falcons defense: the Falcons defense kept constant, I'm talking about consistent the pressure. They they pressure Carson was in that game, but like I say, he made some good plays and he made some bad plays. But when it was time to, when the Falcons gave them opportunity to get back in the game, that's what happened. They took you know it, saying? but it, it should have never been that way. Cause like it, it, it shouldn't have been, it shouldn't have been. And Fagger, the Fagger had them people choked, choked out, man. They don't. And Calhoun, we can talk about this. At least sending, in, at least watching it from TV, it seemed like the dome were ready to pop, but we could never get over that hump to where it was ready to blow and just put Philly away. Like that one of them games that like they were ready to give up. Like after that second Wentz interception, they were so ready to lay down, and we just couldn't make we couldn't make them pay to the level that we basically put them to bed. And that's that's what worries me about this Falcons team is that in games like that, regardless of who you playing, even though I know everybody's how I'm feeling, I'm kind of not as how I'm feeling. You put them to bed because they were asking to go to sleep in my mind. Right, Calhoun. Right. First off, the audacity of you two motherfuckers. I'm sitting here listening to this bullshit. Especially for you, Darren. Oh, it was so sloppy. It was bullshit. It's coming from a fucking college lover of the game. And that's all college is about. Horse shit plays. It ain't about a sloppy game made a competitor. It was a sloppy game because you had two pros battling it out. You had two. They defense made it look like that. This was a defensive game. They was hitting like a motherfucker. Chris Collinworth said it during the game. I haven't seen hitting like this in years. They were letting them boys play. They were hitting. So the referee went holding the back. It wasn't no because Matt Ryan making bad play. You could go through his interception. The one, the one in the end zone was the worst one. That was a bad throw. But the one with zero coverage, he threw the hoodie on the sideline. He made the right read. They made the right, right audible. He didn't get the ball out there because he was getting hit while he was getting the ball out there. The other nah. one that's for new was that was what happened. We were looking nah. at. It nah, was zero he, coverage again. They ran zero coverage for the most part of the game. He was sending Jill. Jill Schwartz was sending it out. But it, it was never open, though. I mean, like I said, he just, he just threw that ball in the middle of the field. Man, I got Julio Jones. That's the first thing you motherfucking Julio ball suckers always but, but do. Why, but why would you just throw, throw it you over throw there? It. But I'm saying, but you, you throw it to a place he couldn't get it. You called out to win. It, the same. He called it, was a bad, it was a bad throw. I'm not sitting here saying the quarterbacks, they, have a, a, they had a good game. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying you have to also give it – you have to give defenses credit for what it was. 
the defenses both sides were standing up and they were stout as fuck last night. And I got to disagree again with the coaching. Coaching did a good job last night. It wasn't no damn, it was so sloppy. Because some of them throws that Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz was making was big time. The one with Vic Beasley draped on Carson Wentz, when he, both knees hit the ground, he still got that ball off on fourth down. That was clutch. The one he did, the Aguilar on both of those, where Aguilar dropped the first one and then caught the other one like less than a minute left in the fourth quarter. Those was clutch. The one Matt Ryan had, that was the, 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 the throw he had to Julio on that sideline, Julio made that crazy-ass immaculate kick. He had hit him in the hand between two defenders. And the uh, one he had to go. Oh, wait a minute. 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 You are not, not going to suck this man off. For, for that catch Julio made on that sideline when he threw what that ball. Wait a for the touchdown. What about it? Matt Ryan was putting the ball. We were saying on. He understood so really. Matt Ryan was putting the ball in some places that only his guys was getting him now. He, he, he was putting that much. The one, the one Kevin really dropped in the end zone. It was between nah. two defenders. They were all over that man. Nah. 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 Like, that was on Come on, nah, he's not talking about the same play. I know what play you're talking about. Let me go on and talk, talk a little bit right now. Calhoun, this game with interceptions where one dude called the interception sitting down. Matt Ryan was throwing the ball to Lord knows who some of them plays. And Carson Wentz was doing the same thing. It, all, it went back to every, Carson Wentz at one point was 3 for 12 with two interceptions. So, like, don't it wasn't the defense – these weren't like people jumping routes, making good plays on the ball. These were horrible passes. This game was so poor. And gets you shook up in the paint. Nah, they were getting hit. Like, so I agree with you on that. It was some hitting going on out there. I will say that, but it wasn't the hitting and the and at the quarterback. It was hitting once the people caught the ball. They were getting stuck. It was hitting going on out there, but it. the game Ryan was down. He was Ryan would let hit the, he would leave the hit boys out the trial. Something was wrong. Julio down. Maybe I took out on the third one with a, with a safety cut him low. And then another one, y'all say he dropped the ball and the safety was coming in out of eight. Ryan didn't even see the safety. And, and the man, y'all talking about Julio caught or dropped the ball. The man, shit, the damn safety came in and hit him at the same time. And the I just want to go. I want to come back and say how sloppy some of those plays was. They blitzed Matt Ryan with. Zero about four times, right? He hit one of those. They're not more than four times. They were doing that most of the time. That's the first thing Craig Collins was saying even on, on, uh, on the broadcast. He like, they keep on doing that zero cover. The Falcons going to expose them. He was doing that. He was saying, no. Nah, and the Falcons never exposed them. They wind up winning the game. Hold on. They wind up winning the game that one play. But by and large, the Falcons didn't expose that. They missed. How many of those he missed? Three or two. Okay, he missed Ridley when he dove. He missed um. Hardy. Hardy. Hardy like, we never made them pay for that until that last play, and we're going to get to that play. But, like, by and large, we didn't make them pay for that. And uh, and I'm saying all that to say, Matt Ryan looked suspicious like Peyton Manning toward the end. Like, he was shuffling his feet, throwing on – like, he did this the first game, he right. did this, this guy. He, he didn't stand in the pocket, take the hit, and let it rip. He was throwing yeah. off his back foot. He, he had uh, happy feet. He had happy feet, and he looked <laughs> For a reason, how the fuck you think you get happy feet? The same reason why Carson Wentz had him. I'm not saying again. I think Carson Wentz is overrated. I think Matt Ryan's a better quarterback than Carson Wentz by far. But I'm saying, I'm saying this from game one and game two. The one consistent with Matt Ryan has been he's been having happy feet. He hasn't been sitting and throwing consistently. And teams are gonna keep blitzing him and they're gonna keep being. How can he throw off his back foot the whole season? Can he and like yeah he made some, he made them pay once or twice but he also threw three interceptions yesterday. You know, he also threw three touchdowns yesterday. He did, and I'm not. I'm again. I'm not a Matt Ryan hate. I'm not a Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan is arguably, if not the best player in franchise history, the second best player in the franchise history. But my question would be: Is this starting to become the end for Matt Ryan? Nowhere near. Yes. Nowhere near. So man, look amazing. Three hundred yards both games. Five touchdowns, four interceptions. Five, 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 five interceptions. Yeah, five interceptions. So let me ask you this, Calhoun. Linus, I'm gonna let you explain why you don't, why you think it's the end, Calhoun. I want you to explain why you don't think it's the end, like straight up and down. Why don't you think it's the end? I don't see what the fuck y'all looking at. The man just had forty nine 
Almost 5,000 yards last year, 35. But we talking about this year. This year, does it look like it's the beginning of the end? Games in, so we can't even go by that. But in this year, he already had over 600 yards and five touchdowns. We all seen the game last week. They was get, he was getting. Well, damn, hit like what, about, what about the pigs? Yeah, I don't. You keep saying. You keep like praising them. You keep saying he had. Yeah, five you. Five touchdowns and five pigs. But you ain't said nothing about that man. Now, you say he got the 600 yards, 500 off, five touchdowns. Jeez, you forgot about them five picks. What, ain't, what about them? They cost two on with touchdowns. And I'm not no, even. No, 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 no. Four, four of those, he had two, two passing yards through them two touchdowns, two interceptions he had in the red zone that, were touch, that should have been touchdown on the dry. He killed him. So, let, can I jump in, Linus? So, I'm not even worried about interceptions as much. Let's go back. This is where numbers don't tell the full story. We all saw the Minnesota game. Lennox, you were over here. Calhoun, you were over here. We all looked at the game together. Some of those numbers in that Minnesota game were garbage time numbers. Let's the game. The game was out of reach. That game. He had he had a hundred. He had a hundred. He had a thing. He had a hundred and forty or hundred and seventy some yards. What the line play was in the line again? The line play has been. Bad in general. I'm not again. I'm I'm just being objective here. I'm saying in the first game, in the first game, he's he. A lot of those numbers were garbage time numbers. In this game, we needed every yard and we needed every touchdown. But he didn't. He had just as many interceptions as touchdown. He didn't look lights out this week. He hasn't looked lights out yet. Lights out yet. He hasn't looked. If, again, in my opinion, he's looked more like he's on the way down than he either he's consistent or on his way up. The way we were talking about Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, Phil Rivers, how to some of them cats out the door. He looked like one of them cats who nets out the door so far. Man, let me, let me tell you how dumb y'all sound. One, this man is doing this. Y'all forget we in the first year of another scheme yet again. Now, although he has been here with Dirt Cutters been here before, he's starting up a whole other scheme. He's been in a different scheme for the last four years. The offensive line ain't been shit. It's a new goddamn scheme, new year. So why the fuck are we acting like, oh, the, the fucking sky is falling? The first year of every new scheme, his numbers decline. But that being said, the motherfucker still making hella fire reads, and now he's able to audible once again, which led to that game-winning touchdown that he threw to Julio when he checked out of the car that he had and made the right read, the right throw, to the right receiver. What are y'all talking about here? Because he's about, because he... Because, I mean, I don't want to sound like a Matt Ryan hater, or, and I don't want to sound like a Matt Ryan apologist. I want to be objective. Objectively, he threw a wide receiver screen. He, threw, they, he called the perfect play, which is also the simplest play to run for him. Like, he threw a wide receiver screen, and Julio took it 50 yards. It wasn't like he struck, he did anything. He had some plays where he was striking. No, let me finish. He had some plays where he was striking, but by and large, he looks... I don't, he looked scared or whatever. Like he looked like he don't trust his line. It looked like something that's missing. And, again, I don't know how you get it back or if they can get it back. And that's why I'm asking, is it the end for Matt Ryan? That's why I asked that question. This man makes no fucking sense, and y'all all play football. Everybody who's played football. What is a quarterback without a fucking line? I don't give a damn if you have if You, yeah, have, you, you can't do that without a line. But there's nothing going to change. You keep so uh, the point is there's nothing going to change about the line situation. Right. So like let, so let's stop there. There's nothing that's going to change wait, 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 about. Wait, wait, hold on. Yes, it is. This is the first time they're playing together. They've only played two games together. What are y'all fucking talking about? The more they play together, the more they jail, the better they get. Come on, hey, now. Sound like excuses, man. Line. Everybody in the league got bad line play. It ain't no. It ain't just the Falcon got bad line play. It's a lot of people. got no damn bad line. It's people out here getting hit more than that. Man. Man. They out here, people out here getting killed. They getting killed, man. 
you take cards by the fire the fire the beavers line look like I saw they look like the Chicago Bears beavers line to get the uh, down silly cards would get hit. They were that's supposed to be the bed line in football. Nah, so look, they were nah, they died. Nah, nah, what they no, yes it is. PFF ranked them best line in football. Yes it is. I think I think that's made up number, but you were finna say something, Calhoun. You were finna switch or go to another point, Widow. So no, but that's not, no, I didn't make that up, motherfucker. No, no, no. I'm I'm saying that sound like a made up. I'm not saying you did. I'm saying in general, it seemed like people just giving Philly head. Which side note, that's the type of head you get when you win the Super Bowl. If the Falcons won that Super Bowl the year before, they would be getting this type of head. That's the head you get when you win the Super Bowl. I'm People over like on this motherfucker. Man, it sound like the hater he is. And D, you sound like the stolen girlfriend that hasn't gotten over 283. That's what it sound like. It's, it's, it's People starting to open their eyes up like that number two, man. Well, I'm not going to just say him. I'm just saying that my biggest because concern. I'll play him. I'll do this for you, man. I ain't going to lie to you. I blame him for Sunday. If they would have lost that game, there's only one person to blame in that goddamn building. Defense stood up. Everybody on this, everybody listening to this podcast, everybody who know me know, I don't like Dan Quinn. I don't have a problem with the coaching at all. I think the coaching was amazing. It was a couple of couple of bad calls, but that's fine. You're going to have some bad calls. You're going to be 100%. Yeah. Coaching was good. Line, Even the line. The offensive line wasn't as bad as it was in Minnesota. It was a totally different team than Minnesota. Goddamn, Ted McKinley showed what he really can be if he don't be nicked up. And we all seen that glimpses of it last year. He just was hurt. But we see glimpses of it, especially in the beginning of the season. The kid come out like a ball of fire. Vic Beater got to get the fuck on. And even Oliver stood up. They got to put Casey on that film more. But And Devontae Freeman need to get the fuck out of here, man. Edo Smith need to start. So, but I'm, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you, you were making some good points, but a couple of people, you point the finger on that. Like, you point the finger at how can you say the line is a problem for Matt Ryan, but the line not a problem for, for Freeman? So you don't know the difference between pass blocking and run blocking? <laughs> that is a good point. So you saying they're a good run blocking line and not a good pass presenting line? If you're gonna slide that, try to slide that by the listeners. Let us know now. <laughs> you see that? Ain't no different. Oh, so as a lineman, I know the difference. There's no difference. Y'all know, no. They'll say your line struggling pass block. What they tell you to do? Run the ball. Let them come off the ball and go attack instead of goddamn falling back. Ain't no difference between run blocking and pass blocking. Ain't some line better at run blocking and pass blocking? Yes or no? Which one? So which one they weak at? Oh, they weak with pass blocking. They don't give Matt Ryan no time. But they strong. They strong at run blocking. Much better. I disagree. I'm be real with you. Minnesota game. They were bad at both. It was just a shit line. Yeah, but shit, Minnesota, Minnesota beef is a line. Like I said, you ain't going to get no better than that unless you play Chicago. That's true. Chicago. They look like it. I'm going to tell you the difference, though. Minnesota, I mean, Philly, the line looked pretty good both ways. I mean, it, that's why I'm blaming Matt Ryan is the reason that game would have lost. So, against Philly, you see when Edo come in, Edo can make something happen. Freeman, like he, let me tell you what Freeman looked like on the real. He don't look like Freeman did four years ago. Freeman like he don't got bigger or something. He coming out chopping his feet like like Mr. Lil Jane used to say. Freeman is starting to tip in the holes. He just ain't the same runner. He don't look the same. Freeman trying. Freeman was trying to get trying to get on through that. Bro. But I said that. And I, I, I said that he wouldn't get. He couldn't get through that damn line, bro. He would get. Why he, he don't do it? Why he don't? How much? How much more you think he was doing? He don't. Yeah, how, how much more you think he would do? A whole lot more. Freeman only had that one run. Freeman had Freeman caught that. That's another thing. How Matt Ryan got some cheesy yard. They throw him a throw him a, a little pitch. Throw that Freeman a pitch. That it ain't a run. It was a damn ball. Uh, they, they gave him the passing yard. And that was the but, only thing Freeman had for the night, man. He don't spill the last couple of games. He don't spill look better than Freeman at running. And running back. So you asked, we we asked the question early in the show. I asked you, Linus, who jumped off the screen good or bad. Edo jumped off the screen good. Like, sitting here watching the game, Edo Smith jumped off the screen. Freeman didn't. Freeman looked old. He looked like what Tupac said, Larry Holmes, Flabby and Sick. Freeman looked like that. 
Uh, it could be age. It could be lying. It could be he still need to get his legs back from missing last year. I don't know what it is, but they need to find a way to get Edo, Edo Smith the ball more. When they had the fans in hand, where's the last time they had 100 yard rush in the game? Probably Devontae Freeman a couple of years ago. No, nah, Tevin Coleman had 100 yards last year. I remember that. He had like 100 yards on 10 carries one time. He fucked off one of them, one of them guys. He went like 140 or something. Like that. Yeah, it was Tevin Coleman last year. Okay, so like, it's, we we going back to last year, the last time the fact had a 100-yard rush. But this is just the second game. Like, the Falcons ain't even committed to the run game. Like, they're clearly asking Matt Ryan to throw the ball. Do y'all been saying that? Forever, though. Oh, no, I disagree with that. Cause he do a lot of run play. Now, granted, they're cutting on about them tosses, but he tossed left, tossed right, tossed up the middle. But they probably don't have, they probably ran about – we need more balance. I'm not going to lie. But they probably run the ball about 20, 25 times. Yeah, but they threw, they throw the ball 45 times. Well, I said they need more balance. So that's the point. Like, we are balanced. No, we're not balanced. That goes into some of those interceptions that Matt Ryan throws as well. How you figure so that? Not, not, what you mean, how I figure that? You gotta, you, if you're throwing the ball 50 fucking times, you're more likely to make more mistakes if you only throw it 30. I agree with that. So, they need to get more balance. I'll give y'all that with the right game. I think so, this game here, they threw the ball 43 times and ran the ball 17. Yeah, that's 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 way too unbalanced. Yeah, they they, they not they ain't been, that's the I've been saying that forever, man. If you're not if you're not gonna commit to the run, then why don't you just pass the ball six hundred times a year, seven hundred times a year? How pay how uh Bree how Bree were doing that for they about somebody oh he had it against the Vikings they threw the ball forty six times and ran the ball seventeen times. So I don't know what the fuck balance you've been looking at, Calhoun. <laughs> I said about 20 times. What are you talking about? But they threw 50. That's what I said. I said they're unbalanced. That's oh. exactly what I said. So my point is they're asking Matt Ryan to win the game. And, I, and I, I'm with Linus. If you're going to ask him to win the game, go out and slay that motherfucker and win the game. Like, don't even have a semblance of trying to run the ball. But that, that's that's a bad football recipe. I, I, think, they, I think as the season goes, they're going to have to – they gotta, they gotta get that better than that, man. They, they gotta, cause you can't even get your running backs in the groove. And some of these teams, you're gonna have to run this ball again. You can't pass on everybody, and you can't ask your, you can't ask. You're asking too much of your, but it's a passing lead. But I believe, let's do that now. It's a passing lead, so I don't think they should be doing them all about twenty five, probably twenty five, twenty five to, I won't even say thirty, about twenty five runs. Matt Ryan should be throwing them on about thirty-five times. That would be that would be good to me. But forty over forty-five times—that's too much for him. You asking for it? But if you look at this game, I gotta say I'm proud of everybody, man. I love the way that defense play. I'm not a I'm not a Ricardo Allen fan. I'm more KZ, and you can tell the difference in KZ if you would have been back there than Ricardo Allen. Boy, Ricardo had a couple of well, not a couple. Ricardo had a hit in that goddamn men's zone. That one bullshit. That, that, that save one. That would be. Yeah, that was you. And he, and he did. Motion the cornerback in front of him. Move over. I got you. They got that Keanu Neal with laying the lumber out there. Yeah. What game are y'all looking at? Because the Falcons were one play from total disaster. They, they were. Getting, guess, so, guess, so, I mean. Guess who the weak lead, lead was on that with the young boy Oliver. Uh, I'm saying. He. It, I'm talking two plays. It could have been if Matt Ryan don't audible to Julio or if Aguilar catch that ball, we having a whole different discussion today. That's why I'm not comfortable with the Falcons. Huh? That's why you play the games. That's why. Okay, so they had some. If Matt Ryan would have had, if Matt Ryan would have hit Hardy or would have hit Kevin Ridley, it would have been a different game. No, nah, we talking about the last two plays of the game. We talking about two of the last six plays of the game. We not talking about nothing other than that. We talking about fourth and three. Matt Ryan audible. They score the touchdown. Philly get the ball back. The first play, the boy wide open streaking down the sideline. He drops the ball. 
he catch that the Falcons lose, today we are having a shit different conversation. Yeah, but he did. Yeah, but so how can you, again, I double R, shout out to double R. I talked to him earlier, he was like, you take an ugly win, but how can you be, and I can understand that, but Calhoun, you're saying you're confident because of this win, and I don't see that. Oh, yeah. I love a win like this. You know why? Because wins like these are almost like losing, but you get the W. So you see all the shit you need to work on. All your imperfection is glaring. You can go back and goddamn give Matt the blues over his bad reads and missed throws. You can go back and tell Keon O'Neal, what the fuck was you doing on this play? You can go back and get a safeties all you want after Nelson Aguilar caught that motherfucker. If Carson Wentz would have aired it out, the one he did catch, that shit could have been a touchdown. Like you can go and get all the, the line. Where did you miss your assignment here? Freeman, why didn't you take this this goddamn cutback lane? Like you can give him all kind of shit over what they did wrong. Bit Beasley, pack your bags, get the fuck out of here. But I think that those, again, Beasley look bad. Beasley look horrible. Like, lie. Like, lie. And I'm talking about, like, and I, I want to say, I want to tell you another one who knew the combination. I don't know why y'all ain't saying it. I've been saying it for a minute. Get all three of them boys on the field together. That Allen, uh, uh, KZ, and that boy Neil. Them boys were calling some havoc, man. The folks will call some real havoc on the field again, but they, they will bring a Neil down in the box. I mean, it's, it's, it's simple. Keanu Neal need to be playing linebacker in today's NFL. That play Aguilar dropped, Keanu Neal wasn't even in frame. Like, they need to keep him down there. He shouldn't be in, he shouldn't be no more than 10 yards in pass coverage. Like, he shouldn't be covering no deep half, no deep nothing. He looks so fucking lost out there when they ask him to cover. Anything that's not short. I disagree with he needs to be a linebacker, but I do like him in some plays, uh, being more in the box. If it was me, I go like switch. Uh, I switch almost like a nickel or dime defense. Be like a dime defense and have him in the box with uh, Deion Jones and have KZ as the other as the other safety. That's what I'm saying. Just make him a linebacker. Yeah, that's what that's what. What game were y'all? See that? No, I did, but I'm saying like I'm look, I'm more fo- like again. You you don't focus on when, like when they do something real good or real bad. The plays you talking about, they just held court. They just you know they did a good job, but like the plays where they did real bad, Keanu Neal was nowhere to be found. And those were plays going toward him most of the time. Like he can't be on that field if the team gonna throw the ball. He can't yeah, be safe. Yes, he can, bro. He can. I don't know what game y'all looking at. He can't play he safety if the team gonna throw yeah, the ball. He, when he when Hall went down the box, they had fourth. They had Deion Jones down. They had Neil down. Now Neil had the running back, or he had a tight end. They had KZ checking the slot. He was going to most. He was following the man in the slot. So that was a good combination. You know what I'm saying? So he can get physical with the slot man. You know what I'm saying? Then, like I said, only the only weak link that I seen. That was in the secondary with the young guy, Oliver. He made some play and he got beat a lot. And that, that last play with Aguilar with the sideline, it was on Oliver. Nah, that was Keanu Neal. They playing cover two. They showed no, that. It wasn't cover two. It was man. You seen Oliver down up with him. I'm, you talking about the one he dropped or the one he caught? You talking about the one he dropped or the one he caught? The one, the one he, he dropped. That was cover two. No, yes, it was. He bought them and let them go. I would look. I they were like Keanu Neal got to get them. No, Keanu Neal made a bit a, a misread. Like it was two man under. That one saying he played cover two. He's supposed to play over the top. Man, that was Oliver, man. That was Oliver. That was Keanu Neal. What are y'all looking at? He bought them, let them go. Keanu Neal would have said Oliver was step for step with the boy. He got burnt. And Keanu Neal was supposed to be over the top. That's two man right there. What are you talking about? He beat him, and Keanu Neal was supposed to be over the top. He still got to cover the top. That's Keanu, regardless of cover two, whatever. It was Keanu Neal's fault. He got over the top. No, that's the point of the safety in the defense to get over the top so the corner can be aggressive. Kid, all of them, he was one on 
And that and you saw Keanu Neal when they showed the replay. Keanu Neal was trying to come over the top. You were late. Yeah, Keanu Neal blew the covers. Yeah, and I'm not saying that he did. I agree, but I'm not going to sit here and say I was the reason when the problem as well. Oh no, he was a problem in the game. They were picking on him. I'm saying you can't have Keanu Neal back though. When you know when this is passing down, you can't have him back though. I agree with Lennox. That's wrong. I seen Keanu Neal. You talking about that shit about Keanu Neal. What about when he was going one-on-one with goddamn Zach Ertz? He, they had him playing to the goddamn tight end. Zach Ertz had 100 kit yards almost. He had what you he was doing his thing with Zach. I was saying he was physical with him. He was physical. He can cover a tight end. He can't be caught in the middle. He can do that. Like Liz said, bring him down in the box, cover running backs and tight ends. He, what a linebacker do. I'm not disagreeing with that. He can't be out there at safety. I disagree. Steve Atwater didn't wear cover nobody like that. Do you know what I mean? Like I said, they were talking about the strong safety cover the tight end and linebacker. What are you talking about the tight end and running back? They were the strong safety supposed to do. The fact that the Falcons weren't playing no cover three when they played that stuff, they were exposing Keanu Neal. When they go down the field, Keanu Neal ain't where he's supposed to be. Man, once again, man, you talk about strong safety historically in football. They usually are the ones that cover tight ends and running backs. You just said yourself the game doesn't change. And we got a strong, we got a strong safety who can't cover. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying he can and he get that for the hit. I don't expect him to get the, the goddamn interception. What I expect him to do is when that ball get in there and that motherfucker catch it for him to dislodge the ball. And that's what he does. Zach Hurts had eight catches at 80 yards. He wasn't on him the whole time, dude. Goddamn. All right. He wasn't the only person on him. I'm just saying, I, again, maybe we see two different things. I see Keanu Neal as a liability out, though. No. Put him at, I say put him at linebacker. I agree with Lennox on that. Bring him down and leave him, though. No, I, I, I like him right where he at. He's strong safety. We're going like to get burned him. like that. Allen, 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 got, Allen got to be the deep man. Keanu Neal got caught. He got to have it on the knee. Now, that's who I don't like. That's, that's the problem with that, that play you talking about. That was not Ricardo Allen. Cause you just that's now I don't like Ricardo Allen. He sucked. He sucked it up beside that one play. Now I will give him that credit on that them two plays. That he was on the other side of the field. That was Keanu Neal on that Aguilar play. I'm not play. talking about that play. I'm talking about the other one, not the one he dropped, but the one that he got over when they were playing that stick defense. That shit was bullshit. If that was KZ. That shit would have been picked off. And that's the difference between him. I, I like them on the field. Okay, I like all three of them on the field. But I like Ricardo Allen at the nickel, not KZ, because KZ can be a ball hawk. The problem is, Ricardo Allen can't fucking cover the nickel. And as we all know that, because when he was covering nickel, his ass went to the goddamn practice squad. That was Dan Quinn, though. And so they got a better, more versatile player out there, but you, it's like cutting your nose and spite your face. KZ, you be all over that motherfucker, man. And that's where we didn't have some of that shit. I like the way they got home, home in a slap. Oh, they had home out there. He was, he was covering the back, the back. You know what I'm saying? He was, he was, he was doing that thing. I just, oh, I like that. Then, I, that's why instead of having him just covering that side or that position right there, that slot, I want him covering the field like he was doing last year. I want him to have that freedom to range so he can ball out and sniff that ball out. Rico Allen can't do that. Rico they Allen can pull up. Huh? They probably could, I said that. They probably, they probably should do that. On some play where they might move Allen down, you know what I'm saying, move him into the slot or, you know what I'm saying, put put uh, KZ over the top and let him cover, you know what I'm saying. Again, teams that could probably get down the field, though. What, what, what is everybody insisting on keeping Ricardo Allen in the game for? I don't know. I don't know what the infatuation is with this motherfucker. Somebody today I was arguing with said he one of the best defensive players in the league. That shit, that was so goddamn laughable that didn't make no sense to me. Nobody even yeah, think yeah. about Ricardo Allen when you think about defensive players. Yeah, I got to stop that shit, man. Oh, you like Ricardo Allen? I'm talking about stop on, stop branding these players and these boot-ass players. Oh, I don't do that, but, but if I was a fan, we the only one that sit around here and, and praise a bum. <laughs> and that we talking about Ricardo and the bum who getting praised by double R and other people. <laughs> it ain't just him. Like 
you seen in the in the digital Darren poll. If you haven't voted, go vote for the digital Darren poll on Facebook. You, you can see it on the page. Motherfucker was really vote. It really was a tight vote between Ricardo Allen and KZ. And like I told somebody, you're talking about somebody who had seven interceptions last year and seven interceptions for his career. You're talking about somebody who you said it best, and I didn't even think about that part. Look at the pad deflection. That'll tell the story. That boy had 10 pad deflection last year. Ricardo Allen had 13 for a career. Like, this, it's a no-brainer. That motherfucker, he the QB of the defense, he know. That's because that boy was a first-year starter. Ricardo Allen been trapped for the last four, five years. That's how he know the defense. That's how he can quarter. He know where everybody's supposed to be. He been in the system longer. Boy, just got here. He looked up Ricardo Allen, his mentor. He just got here. I'm sure he looked up for Ricardo when they play the same position. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's it's not even close who the ball hawk is, who the playmaker is. And, and the fact that Quinn got that motherfucker at nickel when he's not even on the field a lot of play. Do y'all see that? He's not even on the field a lot of times. How you have one of your best defensive players not on the field at all times, it be beyond me. That shit's stupid. I'll tell you this. I agree with you on this, though, D. I'll put KZ where if they stole hook, don't Allen got to play? I'd rather KZ be back there playing state than Ricardo Allen at the strong and have Neil down than to have KZ playing Nick. I'd rather that. I can can roll with that. I just don't see why there's a gun hole with playing Ricardo Allen. Like, for the life of me, I don't understand that. But. Let's spin it back to the game because I, I we don't kind of we don't kind of show our personal bias or whatever. What else stood out in the game with you, Linus? Oh man, see, uh, so of course the new really they go, they gonna have a lot of opportunity. Uh, of course, really gonna have a lot a lot of opportunities getting out of field with uh, with Julio being double, calling a lot of double team. So that was that was key, and then I mean a lot of people like like Hooper. I don't, I don't know. I ain't no big fan of the tight end. Like, I think Hooper average. Yeah, he, he take him or leave him. <laughs> right, like, I mean, I don't, wherever you put him at, like it don't matter. Yeah, he went to the you Pro Bowl last year. And that shit surprised me. Like I, I didn't sit there watching the Falcons game saying, "Hey, we have a Pro Bowl tight end." <laughs> But I'm saying, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I never sat there and said, hey, he's a Pro Bowl. I didn't know he went to the Pro Bowl. How the fuck he go and not Matt Ryan to KZ? I, th- I think they're the only two. He's filled in. All these guys are fillers, man. Yeah, but even still, I, I got hoop on my fantasy. I like him for what he is. He, you, you can depend on him to do what he does. He's not going <laughs> to. That's a backhanded compliment. I mean, but because he's not what he's not Kelsey, he's not Kittle, he's not Hurts. But in this world, think about it as far as all the tight ends go. Now that boy Andrew for Baltimore don't stepped up and been balling, and that boy from Detroit. But it's only three, and then everybody else. And he's part of the everybody else. Hooper's not impressive, but he gonna catch the ball. He gonna make his yards. You don't have to worry about that. He gonna block when he need to block. He gonna catch his ball. So I like him for what he does, but he's not gonna jump out at you. When you got uh, the receiving core we got, and to be honest with you, me personally, I would like for them to use Muhammad Sanu more. Because Muhammad Sanu, in all actuality, if he's in the, I don't know if he's in the slot or outside. I think he's more out the, the second receiver. And that's why I really go off, but there's room for Muhammad Sanu. I think Muhammad Sanu is overrated. He's a consistent disappointment to me. But see, he ain't doing it. He always, you know what I'm saying? He do a job. Mm-hmm. I, I think if you put him as third receiver instead of second, he'll shine a little bit more. He, but right now, he is the third receiver. The Falcons look for Julio first, Calvin Ridley second. They really look for him and Austin Hooper the same. Yeah, but what I'm saying when I say third receiver is he still lined up on the outside. Calvin Ridley usually lined up in the slot. But the Falcons yeah. use a slot to go deep. I mean, but if you have him running in the slot, I think it's that's where he'll get his opportunities. Uh, I think really is a better receiver, so I think he should be second receiver on the outside. But you do he run is. the risk. Uh, huh? Yeah, I say he is second receiver on some new life. So they get some new life possession. Now they going to really to scratch that thing too, like Julio. Yeah, but what I'm saying is he don't line up. 
Sanu still line up on the as a number two receiver on the outsides. He don't line up in the in the, in the slot. We really line up in the slides. Sanu like one of these dudes who play. I'm gonna use a basketball match. He like a dude who like he never called for the ball, but he decent. Like he not gonna win. He not gonna blow the game. He not gonna go thirty. But he should ask for the ball a little more. He should be like, "Hey, I'm open this play. I can hit." Like him, he, he don't make himself big. He don't make himself a target like that. Like he just be like, "Huh, huh, huh." Like if you throw the ball to him, cool. If you don't, cool. Like he ain't gotta be no diva, but you, it should be. I don't know if it's him or the coordinator, but he should. They should at least give four to five plays to new only plays a game. I will say that. I like the way you run after the ball. I mean. As hard as we've been running, I think Sanu runs a little bit hard, tougher, not as fast, but Sanu run like a running back for real. I, I don't know if announcer said that, but he really does. He feels for contact, he drops his shoulder, he he's a real physical runner. Uh, but I like I like I mean, we don't have to talk about the receiving the receiving core is is, is dominant. Yeah, <coughs> Calhoun, you got any more thoughts on the game? It's a good game. It gave me more hope. Hey, I, 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 go ahead, man. I was gonna say I just want to see the you know, I just want to see the defense keep that up. You know what I'm saying? That push they had. The defense line. Exactly. Say that, say that, cause we finna do grades and we're gonna get out of here. So we'll start as always. What grades you get the offense? Offense? Man, I get offense, man. Probably. C, C plus, or B, B minus, C plus, D minus. I, I give him a D. Real quickly, Matt Ryan was horrible. We can't run the ball. We got to fix those two things if we're going to go where we need to go. We got to solidify the line. Either that or Matt Ryan going to have to just get used to taking hits this year. So I think the offense, like we made some key plays and we didn't even talk about the biggest play of the game. Now I'll let Calhoun talk about that. But – just by and large, I didn't leave that game with any confidence in our offense. I left that game feeling a hair better than I did the Minnesota game. Wow, that's that's very that's 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 very pessimistic. Uh, you made good points though. You ain't lie about your points, but I give it a B minus. I liked a lot of what I seen. I think they got I think they, that running game they got they got to do better with that. And I think part of that is like we was talking about. They're not calling enough run plays, honestly. They need to call more run play, and they do need to involve some new more into the offense. That been, and then line need to pick it up. And Matt Ryan got to clean this shit up, man. Honestly, five interceptions in two weeks is ridiculous. He's throwing a mother. I like that he's slinging it all over the place, but Jesus Christ, you gotta make some what he's making. Good God. So, what grade did you get offense, Calhoun? I didn't hit. I gave him about a B minus. All right, so we'll, we'll we'll go back the other way. What grade did you get a defense, Calhoun? I get that motherfucker an A. I won't say plus because you're right. They had Aguilar a couple of times. They could have they could have gave it to him. Matter of fact, I'm gonna give him an A plus because the, the, the offense left them out to dry a lot of times. Matt Ryan, those three interceptions came at the worst time. But two of them put no folks in prime position to score. That defense held up. I don't know where that line came from. But if they can rent them motherfuckers out for the next goddamn 16, 17 game to the Super Bowl. And one more, I sure appreciate it. The hit was on point, everybody. Debo came back and looked like, he didn't look like Debo last game. This game, though, he was hitting everybody, including the popcorn man. And that was everything. Everybody got the issue with them Falcons this time, man. Now, Carson Wentz did us a favor with them bullshit-ass interceptions. They got their true front caught one sitting down. That was some bullshit. But I will tell you this. That defense came to play. They were well coached, and they executed what the coach said. It looked like Dan Quinn ain't got in their ass all week about that bullshit they did in Minnesota. That defense, mm-hmm. I give them. Darren, I give them a C, a C plus, B minus. Again, <laughs> that Aguilar shit was alarming to me. Like, a lot of this shit was, again, the D-line, Lennon said it best. The D-line played fantastic. Secondary looked like we still figuring stuff out. Debo played good. I mean, I don't know. Like, that Aguilar shit was surprising. They score on a 4th and 12. Like, that, think about this. The, think about this. They gave up the two bombs. One to drop, one he caught. 
They scored on a fourth and twelve. Where if they just stopped them on that fourth and twelve, the game is out of reach. And that was in what the third quarter, right? The game was out of reach if they stopped them. You don't give up a fourth and twelve touchdown, Ricardo Allen. I mean, it just I, there are some things you I saw that I like. There are some things I saw that worried me too. That's why I give them a C. About uh, losing, there's just a little bit here. There, we can't. You can't have. You can't. Can't judge them with four or five plays when they make it, when they make fifty or fifty-five good play. That's like your kid keep having good grades in school. You get one call by him coming in the class, and you just go off the rail and beat their ass. But it's just like if my, if, but we go back to it's not the crime. It's not. It's the crime you commit, right? So it's like, hey, we're giving out SATs today, the only day to do it, and my child come to school three hours late, and he done missed the SAT, now he can't go to college. He do deserve an ass whipping. And that, think about this. All I'm saying is, if Aguilar catch that ball, we have a whole nother different discussion today. And I know if it was a fifth. Like, that literally had nothing to do with the Falcons' defense. It literally had everything to do with him catching or dropping that ball. That fourth and 12, and take... That was jarring to me. That fourth and twelve was jarring to me. You don't give up a touchdown on fourth and twelve. That's inexcusable. Like these, these are plays I'm talking about that are inexcusable. These aren't. Oh, they converted a fourth and one and scored. Like I'm sure with Phil, I'm sure that that Julio play was inexcusable. Yeah, you convert a fourth and three, but there's no way these fourth and three should be a fifty-five yard touchdown. Like at some point, these are professionals, and some things shouldn't happen. And those are things in my mind that shouldn't happen. So I can't. I, I I stick to what I say. The things that went bad are alarmingly going went bad for me. She like having a girlfriend. She cool, but y'all be doing good. But she go missing for a couple of days. Is that? That's one thing. But hey, that's a big thing. A very big thing. Exactly. So D U cold ass nigga on them hoes. Lenny, what what you give? The Falcon defense? Yeah. Shit, I get a Falcon defense, man. I get him B plus, man. Jim was showing up. You know what I'm saying? That was big in my eye. Like, shit, I respect Carl Wentz, really. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was saying they were going to slice cheese. But they did. I mean, like I said, they, they stepped up. He came back and made some plays later on when the Falcon gave some hope. Bitch. I'm looking at a blowout, man. You know what I'm saying? That could have that been ugly. I think it should have been ugly, but, you know, I gave him a B-plus, man. And let's say that, too, now, uh, D. That was Carson Wilson and, and they got down, and they got down the offensive line and I keep ranting and raving about Now, granted, that game would have been different they ain't out them two, if they ain't knocked Deshaun Jackson out that motherfucker or uh, Alshon Jeffrey played. I think that would have been a different game. Both they were receiving with that, too. So, again, uh, so... I said this in our digital down and double R predicted Falcons record. Go check that podcast out. I think Philly's overrated in general. I think people are overvaluing them because they won the Super Bowl the year before last, and Carson went with her last year. I don't. I think Philly's an average team. So like, yeah, I do too. so like whatever whatever you, people are gonna say positive about Philly, I'm gonna count and say I think they just okay. So they, they, they you don't think they have to tell me. Contender mean like they in the group with everybody else. Like I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't look at the NFC and say, hey, huh? Same as Minnesota. Well, I'm not that big a Minnesota person, but I would put Philly, Chicago, Seattle. I'll put them all in the same group. Like teams who, you know, some things break their way, they can win it, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, I would be shocked if they win it. But everybody did. Because to me, that same group can include Dallas. Atlanta and fucking Green Bay. Ain't nobody standing there. Like, you know, Not even Minnesota. Like, what the hell y'all doing? Y'all like, Minnesota got Kirk Cousins driving that car. He going to drive it off the rails. I mean, but shit, but I'm saying that, that, that's it. Like, a lot of these good teams, you know, Minnesota just cream the fat. They ain't talking about a dab or cook. Man, nobody give a shit about the first game. It's still early. We ain't going to know what teams are about the six. Week six or seven. Oh, man. The Minnesota guys yeah. had whooped yesterday. That ain't true. Man. Why are you? Why are you such a Minnesota fan, Landis? Let me ask you that I'm question. Saying, I'm just saying they're a good football I'm saying, team. I ain't saying that they. I mean, they they just like the fact they beat the Falcons. Now you telling me, you telling me don't look at the first game after they beat the Falcons. But then the Falcons come back. Hey, we don't know
Well, see, the first, if you don't win, see how you don't ever know who you is. I'm not, I, I didn't say that. I agree with Calhoun, but I didn't say that. I, I just we feel know like. Who the Pacers is. Hey, well, we know the Pacers. And you just said yourself, we know who Kirk Cousins is. Yeah, again, it's the first, the first three, four weeks of goddamn NFL. I'm going to go by that shit. I'm going to gauge that. I'm not Calhoun. We know who Kirk Cousins is. Oh, I know who Kirk Cousins is. He ain't shit. Yeah, so like, I'm not. You know Matt Ryan Matt Ryan is a he's a good MVP quarterback who looked like he may be losing it, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> he looked like Kirk Cousins. He he did. He looked like Peyton Manning. He looked like Peyton Manning that last year when Peyton Manning kept fading back throwing those floaters. That's what he looked like. Oh, dead on a dead Mick Peyton Manning. No, no, not that year. Not the year he broke the yards. Before y'all get too far, let's go back to the grade because now y'all just lying and shit. <laughs> All right, so it's special teams. Um, does special teams even matter in this game? Not really. Did they do it? Oh, we got a fumble. Yeah. So let's go and say A for special teams. What grade would you get a coaching lens? Yeah, I get a coaching uh, probably B. B this week. I, I agree with you. I give them a B. I think. I think Dan Quinn did a decent job with the defense. I think they were prepared. I, you can tell the head coach is coaching the defense this game. For as bad as that first game was, this game was that much better. Offensively, I'm, again, Dirk Cutter and Matt. I think Dirk Cutter and Matt Ryan relationship are going to be like the girl you dated for a long time. Y'all broke up and got back together. And it just ain't the same. I really think that's what's going to happen. It just ain't the same. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking more at that relationship. But I still think... I'm still mad at Dan Quinn for not starting KZ or playing KZ more. I think it's going to wind up biting us in the ass long term. But I, yesterday was a win, so I give it a B. Calhoun? I give it a B. Uh, I agree with you. I, I, no matter of fact, I'm going to give it a C. C plus. Dan Quinn's going to do stupid ass shit. Stupid timeout. Remember that first half? He did that dumbass challenge. But you want to pass in the fair, but you don't use your timeouts like that. And he called another, a second timeout on some stupid shit. His game management is, the, is some of the worst I've seen. It's horrible. When he get down to it, you be like, we need to call a timeout. Then you remember, we only got one left. And they clown on call two of them. So that one, and plus that stick defense that he does, which is absolutely stupid. That's dumb. Uh, and and the other thing that he does, and I don't, I'm not a fan of when you do that three man rush, and I don't like his personnel. And he does misuse Vic Beasley at times. And I think that really hurts Vic Beasley. And, and why we be like, where the fuck is he? Could that motherfuckers have him line up on the end and then have him drop back in the coverage? He did that again with Tat. The game Tat was having, I would have never dropped them in coverage. And he had him dropping in coverage. He was your best D lineman. So I don't like when you do all this. Jared the best he lied me that day. Yeah. yeah. I knew that, but right behind him was Tech. Glad night Tech and Greater Jared were the one that were wreaking havoc. He the one of them coverage. And he had Tech doing the MVPs. I don't like that shit. As far as Matt Ryan doesn't go, I think now he on all cylinders in a minute. I like that he's back the way he can audible. I like that he's back the way he can move the ball when he wants. I like some of the stuff that they're doing. Just not balanced enough. I think they need to get that on. So with that, yeah, I give it a C plus. They got a lot to work on, but ain't as bad as it was week one. This shit was like he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. So right now, how worried are you for the Falcons? And who who the player of the game? Let's go with who was the player of the game for you. Calhoun. Get it in Go ahead. Go Lennon. Lennon. Shit, player of the game, Julio Jones. I'm gonna go unconventional. I'm gonna say Mike McQuarrie. I thought he broke his ankle, but he came back. He showed a lot of toughness. So I'm gonna get to Mike McQuarrie. And he block his ass off too, can't he? He looked he looked good, but I literally thought he broke his ankle because like everything looked like he wasn't coming back. He gutted out. He came back, and he we needed every bit of that what he did. So yeah, he got caught at all. Yeah. So I'm gonna go Terry Kelly. I mean, he was freak. I'm going to go defense, man, because Tap McKinley. No, nah, I don't have to say because Deion Jones looked like Deion Jones again. He was just shutting shit down. I go, I go Tap McKinley, Deion Jones. I like what they were doing over there. 
worst player of the game to me was Matt Ryan. They had the worst game. I think we all agree Matt Ryan being the worst player of the game. Linus, would you say Matt Ryan was the worst player of the game? Sir, Matt Ryan and all of them. And Beasley. Ooh. Well, that is, they got damn good Beasley. They got to do something with him. I wouldn't say Oliver. I, I, I would say Matt Ryan. I, I said Oliver had a bad game, but I think he, he stayed in though. I mean, I Oliver had a bad game last week, too. And they ain't even throw that much. Ain't he a second-year player? I yeah, so. yeah. I, 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 I'm not Oliver fan, but you know, I, I'm, I'm not Oliver fan, but I think, I think with more reps he'll get though. I, I think Matt Ryan was horrible today. I knew that. But on a scale of one to ten, how worried are you about? How worried are you for the Falcons then? Mm. I I'm not worried about a five or something that's here right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, I think it's a few things they still can get together, but I'm worried about the quarterback thing. Yeah, that's about it. So that's about the only thing. That's what it's gonna count. I'm worried. My worry level is a six, six and a half actually, between six and seven. I'm worried because it's one of them things where you see habits. What is it? If something becomes habits, habits, trends become habits, habits become trends or whatever. I forget what the term is. And there's certain things that I'm seeing. Again, Matt Ryan not sitting his feet. You know, Dirt Cutter not calling it an even game. Dan Quinn not being up for the moment. Like some of these things I'm seeing that I'm hope aren't habitual. But I, I can see them becoming habitual. So I'm actually a 6-7. Because I feel like this is a wide open NFC. And I feel like the Falcons aren't. They haven't shown, and again, this comes with more time. I want to see them step up and kick somebody's ass and dominate. And I don't mean dominate meaning they got to win 40 to nothing. I mean, everybody's hitting on all cylinders, and they just win a convincing game. So, Calhoun? Two. I'm not worried at all. They got to they gotta iron out some kinks and some wrinkles. They got to iron out. And that's to be expected. New system. New year, new coach. They all got to get back in football shape. You can tell us it was different last week. They weren't in football shape. Nobody was ready for what they what the, for the task at hand. Uh, we got Tennessee coming up. That's not no easy. We got the coach. I mean the coach. Yeah. We got the coach. That ain't gonna be no easy win, but it ain't no easy. It ain't no hard win. That should be. We should go ahead and get and get even more. So it should be another one of these kind of. We won the game, but there's a lot of stuff we can still learn to build on. So I think they got a lot of that kind of stuff. Coach need to learn some lessons. Offense need to learn a lesson. And Matt Ryan need to get in this groove with Dirk Cutter. And I think we'll be all right. All right, final thoughts. We didn't we didn't talk about the play, the fourth down play. Ladies, what were your thoughts on the fourth down play when you seen it get hacked? Which, uh, which one was that? The Eagles couldn't... Uh... No, Julio. Oh, man. He... <laughs> hey, once, once the blocks are down, number free space. Yeah, he wouldn't do nothing with him. Just sit back and just enjoy the moment. Yeah, Julio, he took off at 42, po 42, boy. He ain't have a chance. He ain't have a chance. He doesn't care who Julio, man. How crazy would the stadium when he did that? Shit, man. Everybody, that thing erupted, man. That shit erupted. Now, Julio went, went down the tunnel, man. That's why I said, I love that Julio. Hey, I don't think nobody's better than home, man. Not right now. Ain't nobody messing with home, man. We said how, man. Home took that thing. He took the screen. Oh, screen, man. He took that thing to the tunnel. Ended the game. That we said that's a wrap, man. He ran in the tunnel, man. It's over. <laughs> the jet, man. The jet pulled that thing in the tunnel. It was over, with, man. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was a perfect play call, a perfect execution. What um what the dude said on the A team, I love it when a plan comes together. That was the physical embodiment of when a plan comes together. Matt Ryan made a great audible. Julio made a great catch, a great the line everything went the way it's supposed to go. And we I just hope we get more plays like that. So I just was impressed with the whole team. The whole offense was impressed with that play. So Calhoun. That play was like flying the perfect bitch to suck your dick perfectly. It was amazing. It was all inspiring. That shit was beautiful. 
It was beautiful. You gotta give us credit to Jay Matthews. He pinned the hell out of Buddy. Goddamn, he he got down, got out there quick, and came out there with bad intentions. And Julio read that motherfucker perfectly. Matt Ryan, this is what they were missing the Shanahan system, and so accusing because he was copying. And this is what they was talking about arguing about in Green Bay, because in the system that they have, they have it where you can't audible out of, or it's some it's some tricky shit that go on with the audible. And that's what you need to do in those situations. Matt Ryan did the perfect call. They are checking out of where they was in and got down calling that play for Julio. And they, let's not let's not forget, that was a fourth down play. They were behind. Fourth and three. Yeah, that was a ball game. That was ball game. That was the ball game. Perfect. It was beautiful, dude. I love it. I love it. It was a good day to be a Falcon fan. We can't say that a lot. It was a good day to be a fan. <laughs> DigitalDaring.com. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. <laughs>